huge stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Dodgers Nation. Welcome to the Dodgers Nation post-game show. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. The Dodgers lose again their fourth straight. Another collapse by the pitching. Noah Syndergaard. Hey, Syndergaard is going to be Syndergaard. Thor's been a thud for LA. It's over. It's Thorver. Whatever you want to say, it's a wrap. Seven losses since May 18th when they score at least five runs. When is the bleeding going to stop? This team is really struggling at the moment, and the Dodgers just really, really are in a bad place with their pitching. And, yeah, I mean, even the last inning yesterday, what did we say? What was the positive takeaway? Well, one of them was, hey, at least Evan Phillips looks okay. Well, he definitely got squeezed in the at-bat, had the walk. I mean, let off the infield single, gift the home run, but even his velocity was down. So we're going to talk about that as well. But let me know where you represent Dodgers Nation. Let's just get right into it. What are your thoughts on Noah Syndergaard? Is it over? How big of a bust is this for Noah Syndergaard and this Dodgers organization? Because that's kind of what I'm looking for right now is some accountability with this Dodgers organization and just taking the L. Put my lower third here just in case, guys. Um, putting the... Um, is the fact that, yeah, I mean, this has been an absolute train wreck. Noah Syndergaard, it is not even a take at this point. He literally has the worst start of any Dodgers starting pitcher. He's in the mix. He's actually third. Worst ERA first 12 starts of the season. Hideo Nomo, my favorite pitcher going up, 2004 at 726. Carlos Perez, 1999 at 725 ERA. And then Noah Syndergaard, 716. So it is over. He just does not have the stuff. We're going to break down his out. I'm going to break that this whole entire game, but on a scale of 1 to 10, at this point, is it time to press the panic button? On a scale of 1 to 10, what is your concern level with this Dodgers pitching? Because look, I mean, yeah, in one one aspect, the Dodgers 
bullpen. They go six innings. They allow two runs. Unfortunately, those two runs came in walk-off fashion. The Dodgers get walked off in back-to-back games for the first time since 2021 back in Chicago. And it is a struggle right now for the Dodgers. And look, you can't let the offense off the hook, but still they managed to put up six runs. But they fell asleep once again. This game mirrored yesterday's game in a lot of ways where they were able to put up runs early. They were able to get runs across. Mookie Betts starts the game off with a leadoff home run. They're able to score more runs. You saw Miguel Vargas went deep. But after the third inning, the Dodgers not only didn't have a hit, they had just one base runner. One base runner after the third inning, and it was a walk by Johnny DeLuca. So, they're just not getting it done. Four stolen base against Syndergaard really pissed me off, but yeah, they got a Jamal Adams him, and you know what I mean by that. I'm talking about the Jet safety who thought he was locked out. It's over. That was a bust. The Dodgers organization take the L now. It was worth the risk because it was a one-year deal, but it has not worked out, and there's absolutely no reason whatsoever why he should be on this team. Even as a bullpen emergency guy, if someone gets injured, no, I'd rather see I'd rather see Nick Robertson go and pitch three innings if that's all Noah Syndergaard is going to be able to give. But here we go. Boomer Assassin, six runs with a competent pitcher is usually good enough. Yeah, this team, this season, it is alarming. It is alarming how many times they've lost when they've scored five runs. This team is 29-10. and 10. Now, 29 and 10 when they scored five runs or more. You compare it to last year, the Dodgers were 81 and 4. 81 and 4 when they had scored that five runs in a game. So, yeah, it is bad times for the Dodgers pitching staff. And it was actually 82 and 4. 82 and 4 the Dodgers went last year. And, and they've scored eight runs or more. They had gone 36 and 1. So, yeah, another terrible night for the Dodgers pitching. But uh, let me know down below what is your concern level. I'm also looking for that Dodgers hot take of the night. Who has the hottest? take who has the spiciest take if i see one of those you're going to see one of these also who's going to bring the comment of the night presented by our friends over at hornitos here we go two of the three of the team are hitting under 225 neil kazumoto yeah the offense was bad as i just pointed out you get one base runner johnny deluca by the way congratulations to the two debuts tonight in Johnny DeLuca and Nick Robertson. And I'm going to tell you about Nick Robertson, my Michelada half-full take of the night, my silver lining take of the night, because I thought he was fantastic. I think there's promise there. But still, it starts with starting pitching. It starts with the fact that you just can't rely on your starters to go out there and give you a quality start. I mean, you can't give them five innings, six innings. The starters just have not been efficient at all whatsoever. And what that has done is that's leaked into the bullpen. And the bullpen hasn't been able to maintain this. The mileage is just not there. They're treading water, and they're they're taking on water. They're taking on water. There's a leak in the ship, and they need to do something about it quickly. And like I said, hopefully Nick Robertson is a piece. But Noah Syndergaard, bye-bye. It's over. No offense to Noah Syndergaard, and this is nothing against him because I know that no one works harder, no one wants it more than him. But the reality is this guy, and you guys know, I was asked the question a day before – the opening day, who was my biggest disappointment? And I said, Noah Syndergaard. The reason for that is when I was at spring training and I watched him throw, nothing told me he was going to get his velocity back. Look, the Dodgers and Mark Pryor, they're not magicians. They're not miracle workers. They're good at what they do, the best in the business. But anytime, anytime you see someone and the Dodgers sign X pitcher or they get a reclamation project and you see 50 people posting a picture of Mark Pryor saying, oh, send him to Dr. Pryor's 
lab and let's see what he could do with him. Let's see if he could fix him. That to me at this point is just a casual take. To me, that's a casual take. And that's no, that's no, that's not to demean or dismiss how great they are. It's just, it's unrealistic. You can't fix everyone. But here we go. DMAC M. DMAC, you are right. It will be a sweep by the Reds. Mike M, I deserve that one. So good one. That's a good, I'll give you that one. Um, we got the bad times indeed from Eddie Romero. Nando 390. Nando. Uh, Andrew Friedman will say he still likes his bullpen. DKM Stevenson should have cut Thor's head before he fooled Fairchild on a fastball. Okay, we got the cinder fart. Isn't even good enough for AAA. That's from J Bull ETC. Arizona keeps winning. That's from SFS. Yeah, I mean, Arizona wins today. So the Dodgers, they're two games back now. I believe they're two games back out of first place. So they're chasing the Arizona Diamondbacks, and they're starting to really, really slide. I mean, the Dodgers at 35-27. and 27. They lose again on the road to the Cincinnati Reds. And Noah Syndergaard, the big story, the top story, the lead here is it's over. We knew that he was pitching for his life today, and he was absolutely hittable, absolutely atrocious. There's nothing that tells me he can turn things around. It is a wrap. What I always say, what must be done eventually should be done immediately. And you have to put him out of his misery because, look, I mean, he looks like, to me, he looks like a, a basketball player who's about to step up and shoot with some clutch free throws, and he knows he's about to miss both of them. He has that look in his eyes. He has zero confidence whatsoever, no confidence in his stuff, and it's not like he didn't get run support. He absolutely got the run support and still wasn't able to perform. So we're going to keep breaking the, down the game and tell you where everything went wrong. But give me all your Syndergaard takes down below. If you're new to the channel, be sure to subscribe to the Dodgers Nation YouTube channel. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell would really really appreciate it we got if you guys want uh no Syndergaard to be dfa'd smash that like button we got to no relief inside trades are not going to come easy this season that's from jeff dubas over on facebook yeah jeff that's a def that's a valid point and trades are going to happen they're going to make a trade unless they are going to completely punt on the season and look to develop all the young talent because look that's the only option and i've been saying it for weeks and you guys have been watching the show what have i been screaming from the top of my lungs go out there and get liam hendricks because i don't trust the style of this boy Bullpen. To me, it's not even just each individual performer, and we can break each of them down for days and how each of them really have been underwhelming. It's the style. It's the style in which they pitch. And look, styles makes fight. They also make bullpens. And you need a bullpen that can go out there and miss bats. Even Bruce Dark Gratterall, he was able to escape. And we know that we've been pretty tough on Muncie's defense this season. He made a really nice play there. And you got to give him some credit for that in the seventh inning. But still, look at that inning. Even though Bruce Gradwell got out of that inning, he gives up two hits. And he did get De La Cruz swinging to end the inning on that slider. But all those four, all the batters before that, they're all getting their bat on the ball. You're seeing hard contact, and it's a losing formula. I guarantee you 100%, if the Dodgers don't go out and bolster their bullpen externally, they're not going to go far in the postseason. They might lose in the NLDS once again. So don't get your hopes up if you think that they're going to stick with these guys and run these guys back out there, that they have any chance in the postseason. Because the postseason is increasingly becoming a bullpen game. What happened last year? What happened last year in the NLDS? Julio Arias and Clayton Kershaw? 
They weren't going deep into games. Tyler Anderson, he was rolling. It didn't matter. Captain Hook came and took him out of the game. So you're asking your bullpen to consistently cover four or five innings. That's a losing formula. More often than not, not each and every guy is going to have it on a given night, especially when you're going up against elite offenses. So I personally don't understand what this organization is trying to do this year if they don't go out there and make some trades and try to fix the bullpen. Or I'm just curious. The first thing I want to look at, my number one priority is, will this organization go out there and own the fact that Noah Syndergaard was a bust? They're going to take the L. And look, at $13 million on a one-year contract, what I always say, no such thing as a bad one-year deal. Hey, it's okay. It made sense at the time, but it did not work out. But let's go back to the comment section. Josh Gitt, how could you let Syndergaard take the mound after the comments he made last week? He is messed in the head he uh, DFA him already, Josh Kidd. That's a good point. I mean, he was so down. I mean, it was borderline disturbing for him to say what he said. The fact that he would give up his unborn kid to be able to pitch like he did when he was in his prime, that was definitely a red flag. That was definitely alarming. He also said he was the weakest link. Well, hey, now it's going to be goodbye for him because it's going to be over. And look, I mean, what was going to be, I mean, Josh, get my response to that, though, is what would that have done? I think if you're the Dodgers, you're almost saying this is a good reason for us to rip the Band-Aid off. I think one of the reasons why you had the Dodgers really stick by him and say you're going to make your next start is probably because they wanted to be able to sit down and look him in the eye and say, look, we gave you every opportunity. We said, hey, you can have an opportunity. You're going to, we're going to see what you have. And clearly you don't have it. And now they know there's a large enough sample size to know that he does not have it. And statistically, we can run down all the statistics you want for days. He is statistically one of the worst pitchers in all of Major League Baseball this season by almost every different metric, save for walking hitters. And he struggled once again tonight. And like I said, the the stuff is just not there. The stuff is not there. You see bottom of the first inning. So yeah, top of the first inning, you're feeling good about it, right? Dodgers scored two runs on three hits. Mookie hits the leadoff home run. 42nd in his career, 22nd in his Dodgers your career four seam fastball absolutely hammered it and you're feeling good about that because the Dodgers they perform well they have a lot of success when they score first in games and especially after what happened last night for this offense to say okay we'll put this team on their back again we'll go out there and score runs and it was really more of the same Mookie hits the home run 16th of the season and then later the inning after the Will Smith double and the Freeman lines out. Will Smith hits a double on the first pitch. Four-seam fastball. Then J.D. Martinez lines to left. Then Max Muncy, he singled to left to score Smith to make it 2-0 Dodgers. Then Taylor struck out swinging, but two runs on three hits. Then you jump to the bottom of the first inning. Benson pops to third. McLean singled to center on a 1-1 pitch. And there, you're talking about a 93-mile-per-hour sinker. Leaves it up. No depth. No life. And then what happens? McLean stole second. So it's one thing if you give up the hits. It's one thing if you walk batters. It's a whole other thing when you have this reputation of being the worst pitcher in the league at holding runners, and they continue to pick your pocket. They continue to take your lunch money, and you're not making any adjustments. And that's why I don't feel too bad for Noah Syndergaard because it doesn't seem like he's taking it seriously. It seems like he's sulking out there. And look, you got to make the adjustment and try to do a sidestep, do a slide step, try to make an adjustment, change your cadence out there on the mound, but he's seen 
wasn't doing that. And that really showed me everything I needed to know. That's when I knew it was over. It was Thorver. That was it. After he stole that base, India grounds to third. And then... De La Cruz, who is a super-duper star. This kid's got a bright future, man. I almost got to wear glasses when I read this guy's name on an 0-1 pitch. He homers, rocket shot, absolutely obliterates that baseball. And that put the Reds up early to, or that tied it at two. And look at that pitch, 91 miles per hour, no chance. I mean, that's a BP fastball right there, a BP fastball. And what do you expect? He absolutely demolishes it, 114.8 miles per hour off the bat, 458 feet. We got Cinder Trash from LBC Classic every inning, giving up runs like always. DFA didn't know there was someone worse. We got uh, that game was just a 1-800 LMAO. That's a good comment of the night from my friend over on YouTube. YouTube, Ethan Nujo. That's our Hornitos comment of the game. Our first one. By the way, there can be multiples. So keep bringing the heat, guys. Guys, they are not going to DFA Thor. They got no one else. That's from Maddie Man 5 Dodge. Look, I mean, you're getting guys back, especially you have Michael Grove, who in his last start look, gave up those two home runs to Bowers, but just four base runners allowed, touching 98, had his best stuff that we've seen from him in years. He'd be better. Look, Maddie Man, you're probably better. The concession guys are probably better. Roger Owens, the peanut guy, is probably better. Look, I mean, look, let's just call it what it is. And look, I don't want to go off the rails there. They, of course, they're not better. But still, they, I would at that point, I would much rather see the Dodgers just go in the direction of let's just try to develop these young guys. I mean, bring Gavin Stone back at that point. But look, I think, yes, you do need someone to cover innings if someone gets injured. But at this point, it's a funk. At this point, it's a cloud over this team. And I think it's unfair to the offense out there quite frankly that they're going out there and they're performing well and the starting pitchers are just not giving them the length even going back to yesterday with Tony Gonsolin not being efficient not giving them length so that's where it really starts but my god Noah is terrible from Hector Ramirez Reds are stealing Noah's lunch money that's for my friend Craig Osterberg he should buy we get uh why was Syndergaard pitching for his life I thought that was five starts ago that's from Carl over on YouTube we got Hector Ramirez Dodgers want Noah to be just like Anderson, but not this time SMH, Hector Ramirez. Yeah, the difference there is Tyler Anderson, he discovered a pitch last season and a new grip on a changeup that had vertical movement. The vertical movement really changed the game. He went on to make an all-star team. But guess what? Noah Syndergaard's a guy, hey, if I don't have velocity, that's it. That's it. If I don't have the velocity, I'm done. He's very velocity-reliant, and without velocity, he's not going to be effective. And you're just seeing a guy that, if you don't want to adapt, hey, what does uh, the general manager of the Oakland A's say? You know, the general manager, right, Brad Pitt? He always says, adapt or die, right? He didn't adapt, and now his future with the Dodgers, it's going to be donezo. I mean, he can get a job, maybe an extra on Viking. Maybe he can be a Thor character actor on Hollywood Boulevard or something like that, but it's not going to be with the Dodgers, okay? Thor is toasted. He's gone from Victor Gomez. We got... Um, Smash that like button for DMAC. Thank you so much, Diane Schroeder. I really appreciate that. I'd rather have Fat Thor from Avengers Endgame pitch. That's from Victor. Yeah, let all your Thor, all your Thor takes out. Yeah, I mean, look, you consider the fact that 
he has been as bad as he is. Hey, he's making Craig Campbell from last year look like peak Eric Gagne. That's how bad he has been. We got Bruce Dar gets hard contact. No bueno. Gratterall has to go from Randy Watson. Randy Watson. Uh, bullpen pitch five shutout innings before the ninth BC. Yeah, as I mentioned at the top of the show, it's baby steps. But still, if you think this bullpen is capable of doing anything in the postseason, did you not watch the Padres series? Did you not watch what happened when Vesio was on the mound and Yancey was on the mound and Tommy Canley was on the mound, all couldn't get it done. They used Evan Phillips in the bad, worst possible spot of the game. So, yeah, this bullpen is not going to do much in the postseason. The arms just aren't the kind of arms that you need that play up, especially with the restricted shift. And I think, too, Evan Phillips is starting to show that he's kind of come down to earth a little bit from last season when you look at the velocity, when you look at the command during that inning. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. And that's what uh, is is a little concerning, I think. I mean, he's taken touch 96 a couple times, 97 on the four seam, but I think that's going to catch up to him if you're going to overly rely on him carrying this pen. But Corbin Burns will be wearing a Dodger hat by the All-Star break. Well, if you've been watching this show, you know that I've been trying to manifest that for quite some time. Randy Watson, genuine question, who is the last starter to go seven? Well, Randy Watson, you answered your own question. It was Clayton Kershaw who went seven against the Yankees. Back last Friday, had nine punch-outs. But uh, a go-get Chapman from the Royals from David Carrillo. Don't think that's going to happen, but interesting take. Uh, D-Mac Thor is not going anywhere for Matty Man Dodge. Look, with this organization, I wouldn't be overly shocked if he is still on this team. I wouldn't be overly shocked if he got some sort of phantom IL stint just to say, hey, let's keep a guy on ice just as a contingency plan unless in case someone gets injured and maybe you do figure some things out, but it's not going to go anywhere. He has no value in the bullpen. What, is he going to be a mop-up guy? I mean, a low-leverage guy? What value does that give you? I mean, $13 million with about 7 or $8 million left to pay him. They owe him that money anyway. They're paying Trevor Bauer $22 billion, $22 million to pay in Japan, right? So it's not the money thing. At the end of the day, it's pretty much an automatic loss when he's out there on the mound. The Dodgers are now four and eight, four and eight when he starts a game. And one of those games was a game where he pitched one inning. So yeah, that was a win. So really it should be three and eight. I mean, it's pretty much a guaranteed loss when he's out there on the mound and it's only getting worse too. If he was showing some signs of improvement, I think it would be a different scenario, but he's just not, he's not showing any signs of improvement. He looks like he's absolutely cooked and it's just a sad reality, but uh, LLD Mac Dodgers are going to miss the playoffs. The bleeding not going to stop front office, except losing this year. Roberts knows it. Interesting take. Uh, hey, DKM, hey, DMAC, are you sick and tired of a former Avenger being an underachiever for this team, or do you think he's out of thunder? Rather have him or Thor. Look, I mean, he's out of the Thunderbolts, and he's getting hammered. And, look, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate because it did make a lot of sense. But, yeah, it's just not happening for him. And you look at that bottom of the second, the bottom of the first inning, gives up two runs on two hits. The way he's been pitching, you're almost okay with that. You're almost happy about that. Then you jump to the top of the second inning. 
Top of the second inning, Miguel Vargas, who he's one of my Mitch Lotta half-full positive takes of the night. He ends up hitting a home run. So give Miguel Vargas some credit. He goes out there. He hits a bomb. His sixth of the year. And I thought it was a really nice at-bat from Miggy Vargas to go out there and get the Dodgers right back on top. 425 feet, got himself into a hitter's count, change up, middle of the zone, out over the plate, and he did not miss it. So that's what you need to do, take advantage of mistakes, and then they get one run on one hit, then bottom of the second inning, a better inning there for Noah Syndergaard, but leadoff single, and he gets ahead in the count, 0-2, Throws a ball in the third pitch, a 14 fastball. And then on the cutter that just didn't do very much cutting, Newman singled to center. Then what happens? Newman stole second. Newman. And then, thankfully, he was able to bounce back. He struck out Fairchild on the seventh pitch on a changeup. Got Hopkins to ground out. And they got Benson striking out swinging after being down the count 2-0. So a much better second inning there for Noah Syndergaard. And I was optimistic. It was encouraging. Allowed just one hit. Did give up the stolen base. And then top of the third inning, Dodgers offense like, we got this. Don't worry. We're going to do our thing. Freddie Freeman singled to center. And then Freeman was safe at second on a fielding error by Fairchild. And then Will Smith. Smith, first pitch slider. Smitty, he takes some deep. That puts the Dodgers back on top. And Will Smith starting to get hot, starting to make that all-star push. So definitely one to see that. And, yeah, Will Smith, that during that at bat, you were starting to say, think, okay, this is going to be another offensive explosion, another eruption from this Dodgers team. But, yeah. After that inning, they didn't do very much. So Will Smith puts him up 5-2 to two there with the two-run shot. And then J.D. Martinez doubles to left. Max Muncy walks. Then Chris Taylor, he pops to first for the first out. And then with Miguel Vargas at the plate again, he doubles to left, scoring Martinez, making it 6-2 to two Dodgers. So nice piece of two-strike hitting there by Miguel Vargas, a curveball down and in. One of my takes today for my positive takes is the fact that Miguel Vargas hitting off speed tonight, hitting spin. So the Dodgers, then DeLuca lines to third, Rojas grounded to short. So three runs on four hits there and an error there in the third inning, and Dodgers are up 6-2, to two, and you know what happens next. And the inning that I'm hoping – for the Dodgers' sake, that it is the last inning for Noah Syndergaard in the bottom of the third. But let's go back to the comment section. Here we got position player starter over Thor from I don't know. Yeah, that's what I was saying last night. I was saying, hey, I don't miss Justin Turner as a bat as much as I miss him as an arm when you look at how this bullpen and this starting pitching has been going right now for the Dodgers, not getting it done. But Anthony Keene, welcome to the Cinder Bash Carnivorous Lubriner activity. Is that what it feels like, the Cinder Bash we got Rodgers won't make it out of the wild card game. That's from Gary A. What up, Gary A? We got the curse of Kimbrell continues. Hey, Kimbrell's saying nine for nine in save opportunities this year. So I don't think I would just put this completely on Kimbrell. We got the Red Sox move Corey Kluber to the bullpen. We should do the same with Syndergaard. But Michael, I mean, what option? He's a pitch to contact guy for mop up duty. What when everyone gets healthy? When Pepio's healthy? When the rest of the guys get healthy? Do you really want him out there? I mean, you that no. Oh, absolutely not. He has no value. He has zero value. Zero value. He really just does not have value. I mean, for what? This is not a charity. This is not Little League where everyone gets a participation trophy, a Capri Sun, an orange slice. No, that's not what the Dodgers are doing. They're hopefully trying to go out there and win a World Series. And if you do want to feel a little optimistic you and try to look at things positively, you could say, hey, they do have some guys that are on the mend. 
and hopefully guys can return sooner than later. So that's really hopefully, I mean, Blake Trinan, that's a possibility. I wouldn't bet on it. Alex Reyes, Jimmy Nelson, J.P. Fireisen, Ryan Pepio, Daniel Hudson, of course. He was at the Arizona Complex, and he's making some strides towards a recovery. Landon Nack, as Fernando mentions on YouTube. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, D-Mac should be the Dodgers manager. That's for Mike M. It's a tough job because they wouldn't make me make the calls, though. I don't want it. I mean, I, don't, I, I, I want to make the calls. Uh, safe to say Thor has left the chat. That's from Rosemary Rodriguez. Yeah, Thor, look, I mean, it just hasn't worked. But uh, funny, Hope Grove shows me something. I'll be there in Philly Friday night. That's from Keith Dombrowski. We got uh, Get Rid of Thor, also Roberts. That is from Deja Wusta. Maddie Man 5, Dodger. Dave is loyal. He will not allow Thor to be DFA'd. Look, I can tell you from what I know from this organization, it's not going to be about Dave Roberts wanting or not wanting Thor. Dave Roberts is sick of these post-game press conferences where he has to look at the media and say, hey, I'm going out there and I'm going to war with butter knives and you're not giving me the ingredients to go out there and win the game. And he just does not always give this team a chance to win a ball game. And the record indicates that. Because, look, there's better options than Thor right now. There's better options than Thor and when Julio Arias comes back this weekend and Michael Grove pitched the way he did, there's no reason why Thor should be in this five-man rotation. There's no reason why Thor should be in a rotation that consists of Clayton Kershaw, Julio Arias, Tony Gonsolin, and Bobby Miller. Bobby Miller really changes the conversation because Bobby Miller, he's a guy... Of course, you have to keep him in the rotation. And, of course, you got Michael Grove. And then Ryan Pepio is not too far away. He's still doing it with the oblique. But, yeah, I guess conceivably, like I said, I would not be shocked if they keep him until more guys come back and they feel good about their rotation and their bullpen as far as health goes. But still, it just doesn't make sense. And, yeah, he's going to go down as one of the biggest bus signings of all time. I mean, I would have put him in a Jason Schmidt character territory, pitched like 10 games or anything like that. But uh, Hanser Alberto has a better ERA. Wow. Uh, Dave Roberts won't give up on him. Victor Cervantes. Go Eagles, Gary A. Uh, Roy Estrada. Thor is colder than a polar bear's nuts in the Arctic. That's a Roy Estrada. It's a fire take. Fire take. Yeah, no, he's colder than a streaker at a hockey game. Tyler Anderson should have been re-signed. I disagree with that. I there was regression on the on the horizon for Tyler Anderson. Tyler Anderson, I love TA. Of course, you know that he's got that dog in him, and we love that about him. But Tyler Anderson signed a $39 million deal. This is an organization that likes to lock pitchers up. And if you look at Tyler Anderson so far this season, should they really have kept a pitcher that has a 5.62 ERA and a 5.16 FIP and a 14.5 strikeout rate and a 10.7 walk rate and 57 two-thirds innings? Tyler Anderson, unfortunately for him, has been a disaster. Hey, he can thank his lucky stars that he went with his Dodgers organization for a year because they signed him to that three-year, $39 million deal. So, yeah, nope, that's an easy pass. I don't lose one wink of sleep over that. We got a super chat. Here we go. We got Irve Sarasco, uh, Carrasco. Thank you so much for that $10 super chat. Mr. Doug, can you please tell me that this is still spring training? No, Irve. I unfortunately can't. This is real life. We're in June, and the Dodgers, they're not looking up at the San Diego Padres. They're looking up at the Arizona Diamondbacks. And until they finish, until they figure out this pitching situation, it's going to be tough to win games. It's going to be tough to win games until they figure it out. And they're going to need to 
find some way to look at me two nights in a row you get walked off it was like deja blue deja vu out there and a lot of similarities from this game and Noah Syndergaard allowed those six runs in three innings left the game tied but still Dodger bats fell asleep but let's break down this bottom of the, the third inning but let's do some more get Liam Hendricks and Tim Anderson in the trade for Giolito Michael Bilgen I love how everyone's on that train now guys it took everyone a couple months if you've been watching this show you guys know those are the names I've been about I still like them as a possibility I just don't know in my heart of hearts how invested this organization, this front office is in this year. There's no doubts that they're pouring every inch of money, every ounce of resource. All They're using all their resources and all their capital. and They're giving all the money they need to to get star players. But I do think, hey, do they truly believe in this team? We're going to figure that out because you're going to have to part ways with some prospects if you want to get some win-now pieces that they so desperately need at this point. Watching him pitch is torture. That's from Carnivorous Lunar Activity. Wow. Yeah, he's Thorific. <laughs> respect, though. Respect. Yeah, it, I think at this point it's a Thorgon conclusion that he will not be Ending the year with the Dodgers. Does that mean I have to edit the edit my intro to the show? Man, geez. Uh, Hugo Dominguez, Shohei would be an idiot if he signs with the Dodgers with Roberts at the helm. That's from Hugo over on YouTube. DJ Jesse Friedman to blame. Still shops at pick and save. Yeah, look, I always say, look, sometimes if you want quality, you get what you pay for. Sometimes you have to go to Rodeo Drive, right? If you want the best that you can buy, sometimes you have to do that. You can't always be shopping at the yard sale and at the junkyard, right? And we know that they don't do that because they have a lot of great players. But as far as positions go, as far as the bullpen, you're looking at a lot of guys. Evan Phillips, reclamation project that worked out. Yancy Almonte, reclamation project that worked out. Alex Vesia, they get him. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. in the deal and that's a reclamation project that worked out and he was in the the Florio deal, right? And they also got hurt back. So that was a good deal too. But still, at some point, you're going to have to go out there, especially in this day and age, and find a way to get some pieces. But bottom of the third inning, McLean triples to left, a leadoff triple. McLean, UCLA product. 0-2 pitch, fifth pitch, curveball, just no depth. He triples. The next batter, India, hits a sack fly to right. That made it 6-3 to three Dodgers. Reds pulled in three. The next batter, another triple. He's giving up triples and triples. Are we playing basketball here? Are we playing the Golden State Warriors, the peak Golden State Warriors with Steph Curry and Klay Thompson? They're hitting threes left and right. Next batter, De La Cruz. He triples to center. And fastest home to third of the year. That kid's electric. And another curveball, no depth. 77 miles per hour right out over the plate. Next batter, Steer. He singles to center on another curveball. He left that one even more middle-middle. That made it 6-4. to four. They pull within two. Then what happens? Steer stole second. So, look, the steering wheel is leaking. It's loose. And Steer, he steals second there. And then next batter, Stevenson. 2-2 pitch. He homers to right. Steer, steer score. Wait, 
yeah, so yeah, Steer scores a two-two pitch, two-run shot, just takes them deep there, sinker, top of the zone, and the location's bad, but the stuff has no life. The stuff has no life. The next batter, Newman, he flies to center, and then Fairchild, he struck out looking. So that was essentially the game right there until the bottom of the ninth inning when Hopkins reached on that infield single. He got squeezed in that at bat. Unfortunately, should have been another strike. But Miguel Vargas, he makes a play. Had to go past second base to try to field it. Could have backhanded it. But really, I think even if Freddie Freeman digs that one out, he's going to be safe at first. And then Fraley, he runs for Hopkins. The next batter, Evan Phillips up 0-2. And then... Benson works the count to two and two, fifth pitch of the bat, 92 mile per hour cutter. Boom! 420 feet game over. Just froze Mookie, and that was it. Dodgers lose by a final score of 8 2 6. Bullpen is atrocious from Terry Hesticles. Wow, I can't believe I read that. Cincinnati Jobbers. We got Fire Roberts from Luis Caro. Justin Turner hit 260 for us. He was just bad in the playoffs, but so was the whole offense, BC. Yeah, I mean, he was, he's was he been bad in the playoffs for two years, and that's the only thing. And J.D. Martinez is a massive upgrade. So, yeah, Justin Turner, lots of opportunities there in the NLDS. Wasn't able to come through, and and, of course, he gets injured in 2021. It hurts the hamstring. But he had gone like 6-4 his last 47 in the postseason. So he was good for the last two series in 2020. But, yeah, it was time for J- for JT to go. We got um, Thor got to go. We got Clint needs to start. Uh, we got uh, Noah Shittergaard. <laughs> Justin Lamas, come on now. Uh, Noah has too many big leads go away. We got this is Friedman's mess. He has to fix it. We got uh, put Thor in the bullpen. Victor Fuentes for what? So he can come out if the Dodgers are up eight to nothing. Why? He provides no value. The roster spot is more valuable than Thor because for, on a guy like that, on a one-year deal, when you sign a guy to a one-year deal, you need to do him to do a couple things. You need him to contribute for the year that you have him. If he has a good year, he's most likely going to sign with another team. That was the plan for Thor. He had multi-year offers. He signs with the Dodgers because he thought he was going to get his career on track, so he could sign a tight. Tyler Anderson-like dealer or something in that realm. But no, you do that or you try to say pitch as many innings as you can. You don't want to leave any tread on the tires. You ride him till the wheels fall off. But if you do that with the Syndergaard, you're going to lose games. I mean, it's a pretty simple formula. When Noah Syndergaard is on the mound, the Dodgers are more likely to lose games at a clip that would not even come close to the postseason. Like I said, they're 4-8 with him on the mound this year. But really, you have to throw out one of those games because he only pitched one inning on the win. So really, it's like 3-8. and eight. So those are terrible. He provides zero value out of the bullpen. Should not be on this team. He provides no value. But... Um, um, Thor got to shave his head and wear the eye patch. Lucas Bennett says, I love that stuff. It's always fun, but look, sometimes you just don't have it, man. I mean, it's uh, to me, I don't fault Thor at all. I don't fault Thor at all. I mean, yeah, he could have developed a, another pitch like Clayton Kershaw developed a slider and just kind of had a little more conviction out there on the mound. But I think really it's just this organization at some point, you got to take the L and move on. Muncie has no business playing anywhere in the infield. He has a human error. That's from team Ruiz. Hey, I think Muncie made a nice play there in the seventh when he made that nice stab to turn the double play. So I think tonight defensively was actually one of his better nights. But I think if we're going to do the ultimate midge lot to have full take of the night, I'm going with Nick Robertson, Nick Robertson. I said he would shove. I felt good about it. I mean, you've seen him improve his strikeout rate, lower his 
his walk rate. He's been dominant. He gave like four runs in one inning. Other than that, he's been phenomenal down at the minor league level, and he was outstanding in his big league debut. So give him all the credit in the world for coming out there and pitching really, really well. I was very impressed by Nick Robertson. He goes out there. I mean, he struck out De La Cruz on three pitches. 96-mile-per-hour four-seam fastball. Gets steered to fly to right for the second out. Then gets Stevenson to ground his short for the third out. Comes back out there in the bottom of the sixth. Strikes out Newman looking. Four-seam fastball well-located on the inside corner. Then gets Fairchild swinging on a changeup. So we're getting the off-speed stuff. And he gets Hopkins to ground to short for the final out. So very impressive showing from Nick Robertson. The arm action, the deception. I'm telling you, he's a dude, and he's the kind of pitcher that this organization needs moving forward coming out of the pen. You need guys that can miss bats and pitch in that capacity, and I think that's going to bode very well. I think he's a guy that could possibly help this team. But I'm tired of Roberts and his feels about players. We got, I never thought Thor was going to pan out. Never. That's from Manny Man Dodge. We got, I can't remember the last time the Dodgers pitcher had been this bad, top to bottom. Yeah, this is the worst Dodgers bullpen basically since the late 50s, since 1958. They've struggled. They're pretty much bottom five in most categories, and yeah, you're right. It's very uncharacteristic. It's not what Dodgers fans are used to. And they're going to have to turn around. There's going to be a long season. And they're going to be looking up at the Diamondbacks and possibly the Padres if they don't turn things around. Now, I do think they can still turn things around. I'm not giving up on this Dodger team just yet or anything like that. But still, yeah, they really need to figure things out. And they need to do it very quickly here. But back to it, we got the... Uh, we got uh look at the bright side. B. Guzman, uh, Rich Hill. We got the... Uh, how is Noah still on this team? Wilfredo Cordero. We got Cartaya going to be traded. Please take Giolito and Tyler Anderson. That's from Dale over on Facebook. Michael, Noah Syndergaard has no doubt cost the Dodgers first place. Not even Craig Crumble cost them first place. DKM DeLuca couldn't clutch, but he still looks fly. Yeah, I think he at least got the walk. I mean, you got to feel good about the fact that he at least got a walk. But, yeah, he didn't look. I mean, I still think, yeah, let's see more from him before we judge him. Mike M says, free, fire Friedman, fire Roberts. One second here. Look for my. We got Dodgers better start a BOGO ticket offer. Wow, you think that's gonna it's gonna be that bad? I don't know about all that. I think they're gonna be okay. But uh, we got uh, a couple more here, guys, and we'll let you guys enjoy the rest of your. Wednesday night, Evan Phillips should be fired. That's from Purple underscore Snowy Kim. We got, can we trade Dave Roberts for Liam Hendricks? Yeah, I don't know about that. Super Chat, DMAC, who's the Super Chat? I think I need like a separate function where it shows where the Super Chats are, to be honest with you. I'm going to try to work on that. We got... Um, BC, hello, Doug McCain's like Ron Burgundy. If it's on the screen, he's reading it. Yeah, yeah, definitely for sure. But uh, Noah's arc turned into a Titanic. That's a comment of the night from Eric Flores. Fire take. For my... Yeah, we got uh, uh, the Manta Mask will help Noah from IC. Yeah, shout out to our, our friends over at Manta Mask. Manta Sleep. Hey, it felt like Noah Syndergaard had that on every single time that he had runners on base, all the stolen bases. It came back to Biden again. He allowed four mantis sleep. They make the world's best sleep mask and sleep accessories. Everything they do is to enable better lives through better sleep. They work relentlessly to improve and optimize sleep so that you can have the energy to live your best life. Check out mantisleep.com today so you can sleep better anytime, anywhere. 
Get your man to mask today. Use the code DN2023. But that's going to do it for this episode of the Dodgers Nation post game show. Guys, we're going to be coming at you trying to do as many games as possible. So we got to go some, we'll do some more comments here and then we'll let you guys go. Noah can take out the trash at PS21. Uh, Craig Osterberg, this is what happens when you use the bullpen too much. Yeah, exactly. The overly taxed. We got uh, Dave Roberts provides no value from Team Ruiz. Hey, DMAC becomes a new brand tequila champion because you are D-amazing. Thank you, DKM. Appreciate you, my man. Time of the night for you. Uh, Robertson looked great. Absolutely. That's definitely one of the bright spots tonight. Shine a light on him a few seconds ago. Thor has been eating too many Doritos. That's from Craig Osterberg. We got losing two in a row. To the Reds, still is still the best stream going. Thank you, Carnivorous Lunar Activity. Yeah, I mean, this is a Dodgers team that had dominated the Reds for just so many years. They had won 10 straight heading into the season. Now they'll try to salvage tomorrow with Clay and Kershaw, the ultimate stopper, going up against Ashcraft. We got they angered the baseball gods, fired Dave Roberts, Andrew Friedman, Ken Barnes to pitch. Thanks, D-Mac, Nando 390. Yeah, definitely the vibes on the show, understandably, aren't very happy tonight and what more can you say this Dodgers team up next hopefully tomorrow breakfast in baseball at 9 35 a.m. start Clayton Kershaw going up against the rookie right-hander Graham Ashcraft and they're gonna have to try to do anything they possibly can to try to salvage this series and We'll see. We'll see. I expect, if you want my prediction, I would probably expect Noah Syndergaard to have an IL stint. I think a phantom IL stint is in store. But let me know down below all your Thor takes. Smash that like button. Remember, hey, look, Dodgers losing, but it could be worse. We could not be talking about Dodger baseball. At least we're talking about Dodger baseball, even though it's in a losing fashion. But uh, Anthony King, D-Max, Mantegif needs to come with a caption. Me when I see any of my problems. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Thank you, Ron. Thank you, everyone, for joining us here in the Dodgers Nation post game show. Thanks, Carnivorous Lever Activity. Jose, DMAG, new Dodger closer. Hey, I'll close for sure, man. I'll be go lights out. Lights out, Eric Gagne. But thanks again, guys. Remember, nothing brings us together quite like Dodger baseball. And until next time, think blue, bleed blue, and I'm out. stadium their silence is deafening 136 israelis are still being held hostage by hamas bring them home in a roaring stadium their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Bring them home. Bring them home.